All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is absolutely honored to have on board from Season 9 of The Voice country singer Barrett Baber. Barrett, thanks for joining us, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, man. It's my pleasure. I'm definitely honored to have you on board. All right, man, so things are really looking good for you. Um, you uh, just recently went, got through the blind auditions, which to me would be terrifying, but you did it. You uh, you sang uh, Angel Eyes, one of my, actually one of my favorite songs. I guess um, just talk about that a little bit, and what, and what was the thinking behind uh, Angel Eyes' song? How'd you pick that song? Yeah, man, uh, what a song, right? I mean, it's just yeah. a tune, and, uh, and, and one that, it's a classic song um, and, and one that I've always loved uh, it's, so it's, a, it's kind of a in my song choosing process I'm a little bit um, I'm pretty hardcore about like you know thinking out all of the angles and uh, and, I, and I certainly thought them all out with this song too um, especially with Angel Eyes you know it's a little bit of a risk because it's such an iconic song mm-hmm. that uh that when you choose a song like that, um, you better be dang sure that you can do it well and do it uh, as good as or better than the original. Um, and because if you don't, then you'll you know you'll be compared with the original and people say, ah, oh, I like the I like the original better, you know. And so um, that was a little bit of a risky move in choosing Angel Eyes, but um, I was really confident with it because a lyrically it was a song that I could totally identify with. Um, as far as like me, you know, being a ladies man, it's, it's never been really my thing. And so, uh, uh anytime that I go out in the, in public and, uh, and with my absolutely beautiful wife in public, I always, I always, you know, I can totally identify with what Jeff Ely was saying, you know, in the song. And so, um, so, you know, I identify with it lyrically and, and can connect with it lyrically and then also just melodically and, uh, and as far as like a key, and what it does um, vocally, I really felt really comfortable that I could take it and uh, and really make it my own with a little bit of a country flair and that country soul flair that everybody heard on Monday. So that was, that's kind of what what, in, what went into the process of choosing that song for me, and, and it really worked out. And I'm, I'm super super proud of, uh, of the audition and also the uh, the iTunes recording. I mean, when I first heard that, I was just so blown away by, um, by how it turned out, and so excited to call it a song that I that you know that I recorded. Yeah. Before we move on to the next question, um, where can the fans go go get that off iTunes? I mean, how, how do they get there? Is iTunes dot com and insert, insert your name? Yeah, if you search uh, if you search Bear Baber Blind Audition on iTunes, um, it'll pop right up and uh, awesome. Lives will be listed there. So yeah, go grab that thing. It's it's you know it's, it did really well on the chart on the iTunes chart that charted into the top one hundred. Uh, like overall songs, um, Jeez. a couple days, and then and it was up in the in the top twenty on iTunes. Uh, oh man, charts, and so I mean that is when you talk about dreams coming true. I mean, yeah, to be an unsigned unsigned artist and all of a sudden have a song that you're singing your voice uh, be charting on iTunes in the top twenty um, amongst like some heavy hitters, man, that's that's a dream come true and, and an awesome experience. Absolutely. All right, so when you started singing, um, the first two to spin around was Adam and Blake, and they actually did it, like, simultaneously. I think Adam beat him by, like, a second, and then Blake spun around. Um, then, of course, ultimately everybody did. Um, what did the, what, what did the, how did that make you feel, man? I mean, were, you, were, you, were you ready to get four turns? 
I was, that's all I cared about. You know? Sure. I wanted to get to make sure I got one to get on a team. That was my initial goal going into it. Um, as far as the blind audition is concerned, you know, my, my overall goal for doing the show um, was just to get better as mm-hmm. an artist and be, you know, like leave the show whenever that happens to be, um, and look and look at myself and say, hey, you know, like that whole process made me better at at making music. And so, um, but as far as like this particular thing, you know, the, the blind audition, I just wanted one chair. So, uh, you know, if, if I get one, then at least I know, like, all right, I haven't, I haven't completely embarrassed myself. <laughs> and, um, and, and so, man, I, you know, when I, right away, you know, I had a couple moments sort of mapped out in my head of where I thought they might press their button. Um, and, and, you know, then I had a couple more moments, uh, where I thought, you know, they might, button and then sort of kind of had a couple like in case of emergency break glass moments hmm. at the end of the song like if no one's turned by now then it's time to you know it's time to hit go code red and like really <laughs> crazy so um, um and lucky for me man like my, the very first moment that i that i thought they might is when i you know kind of flipped up into my my head voice right out of my chest voice and just did a little falsetto thing and just kind of flex that muscle a little bit and then, and then right away those guys press their button and at that point um, you know I had a choice I could either sort of just like post on in or I could rock out and uh, and, and I remember even thinking to myself like when I saw those chairs turning in my head I, I said alright I'm about to clown now yeah, uh, and and just and just let it rip, man, and, and, it, and it turned out really great yeah why not I mean the, 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 you're, already, you're already in you might as well yeah yeah yeah, that's good, good stuff. Now, um, did you did you pretty much have it made up in your mind you were going to pick Blake, regardless of whoever turned? Was he was he on your crosshairs, or did Adam did Adam because Adam he was really Adam tried to try to steal him, man. Adam was really selling it hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was great. You know, uh, what, huge honor to have somebody like him. Yeah, uh, really fighting for me and, and, and you know asking me, begging me to to choose him and be on his team. And really, just a kind of a humbling experience for me to have a megastar like that kind of talk about how bad they wanted me. But you know, the truth is, I, I was I was sort of uh, gunning for for Team Blake. I knew that the kind of music that I want to make, sure, yeah, uh, the industry that I want to be in, um, that, that it makes total sense for me um, beyond the show. Um, you know, going back to my initial goal of just wanting to get better at making music and being a musician. It makes total sense for me to choose a, a country artist to mentor me and kind of uh, kind of coach me up. And so, you know, um, I really think it's so smart and, and brilliant of, of some of the contestants um, that think it through enough to actually choose a coach that that people aren't expecting them to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, like last night, for instance, um, James Dupree, you know, Yay, picked great Adam. country singer, great guy, picked Adam, and uh, and. And I think he did that strategically, and that's such a smart play because, you know, Adam wants a country guy. He's always wanted a country guy. And, you know, if you think in your head, hey, you know, if this guy really wants me, and he's always wanted me, he's always wanted a country guy, and I'm the only one on his team, that you know, uh, they're the ones making the decisions from this point mm-hmm. for the next few auditions on who advances. And so it's so super smart. Um, but for me, uh, you know, I, I kind of had a little more focus on just generally getting better at making music and, uh, and making country music. And so, 
Yeah, Adam, you know, I got to tell you, man, when he was when he was begging me and talking to me, you know, there was a moment I thought, man, should I, you know, should I consider this? Uh, but then, you know, one of the very last things that was said by any of the judges was, um, was Blake, and he said, you know, he said that great line where he said, it doesn't matter if it's country rap, country soul, country rock, whatever you want to call it, it the, the key word is country, and that's what I do every day. True. And, uh, and, that's, what, and that's what I want to do every day. So, um so right then, I was like, you know what, man, let's let's go, let's go with old Red here and yeah. this thing, and uh, and and man, what what a great moment it was to to choose him and give him that hug and and, and have him ask him, man, where you been hiding? <laughs> yeah, man, he he certainly has a resume. Um, I mean, his his resume speaks for itself. And you know, a minute ago you talked about how how, how strategically. It was smart for Dupree to pick Adam. You know, last year, Sawyer Fredericks, who's the champion of season eight, he picked Pharrell, which everybody was surprised by that. So that worked for him, too. Yeah, it makes sense, man. And, and that's, you know, and, and I, I can't speak for, for James because I don't, you know, I mean, I would, you know, we hadn't talked about that specifically, but he may have just done it, you know, on, on a spur of the moment. You know, Naja did the same thing. I mean, Naja, you know, Naja's on Team Blake, and, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, she's, you know, that's a that's a great move. You know, and a really smart move as far as playing the game is concerned. And, um, you know, there's there's a, there's got to be some strategy. In, sure. Um, when you're talking about a competition, um, but at the end of the day, you know what you can control. The things that you can't control in this show is uh, is your performance and your attitude, your effort, and uh, and so that's what I focus on mostly, and 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 you know, try to stay out of my own head as far as. Uh, lots of strategy is concerned. Um, you know, the, where, where strategy comes into play in my head is, is the most important is the song selection. And, and, and obviously, uh, I gave a lot of thought to making Angel Eyes about the Jeff Neely band. Mm-hmm. True. All right, so I know you can't get into specifics because the show's just starting, and, and, and of course, you know, you, you can't blow things and tell people what's going to happen. But can you touch a little bit about the experience that it was like for you to, to work with Blake? You know, he's such a such a good guy, and uh, and you know what I like about him the most is, is kind of the reality of who he is, and I I really have never thought for one second that uh, that it was inauthentic. Um, you know what you see is what you get, and I, and I and I believe that mm-hmm. that was Blake Shelton. That uh, that he's just a funny, cool. Dude, who you know, just like everyone else in the world, has scars on his heart, and and is a real human being, mm. um, and that's why I love him so much because I'm the same way, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he just owns who he is, and he owns um, he owns his you know shortcomings, and uh, and and that's the only way to live, man, is is, is to be authentic, and uh, and I and I'm almost I'm certain. Um, that that's one of the reasons why he's successful. You know, he's successful without question because he's he's talented. He's got great songs, sure. and he and he's worked hard. But another reason why he's so successful is because people love uh, love an authentic person that they feel is just like a an everyday guy who's um, who's doing great things. And and I love that about him too. So it, um, you know, my experience working with Blake so far has been great, and uh, and and I look forward to. Uh, Mm-hmm. The, the opportunity to do that again, uh, you know, outside the show, certainly when it's all over. He cracks me up. He's funny, man. I, I bet he's funny. Hilarious. 
Yeah, he's funny. But some of the things he said, he's so witty. So I think that's, yeah. well, he said something last night about I'm trying, it. Man, I'll Go be ahead. honest with you, man. I don't think about this today. I was uh, listening to the radio, and he was doing an interview with Bobby Bones, um, a radio host out of Nashville, and uh, he's just so he's just so funny. And I was driving in my car, taking my kids to work, and I thought, man, when this is all over with, I need to sit down with this guy and drink, you know. No doubt. A bunch of beer and just like have just had you know talk or talk around a campfire or something because I bet he can tell some funny jokes, man. And oh yeah. I'm looking forward to that more. You know, just as much as I'm looking forward to possibly making music with him uh, down the road and in my career. <laughs> I, I, I'm also looking forward to the opportunity to get to know him even more and and, uh, and find out like you know how cool he actually is because so far, man, I, I like what I, I like what I know. Yeah, he cracked me up last night. I think Gwen, I think Gwen said to another contestant, she didn't turn her chair because she, she didn't, she didn't have, she didn't have enough time. And and Blake jumped right in. and he goes, yes, she did. You had a minute and a half. So like, he was just, he's just funny, man. He cracks me up. All right, so um, so, what about your students, man? You said you're a teacher. Uh, how's everybody in Arkansas and all your students, everybody in the school? How how, how they how they uh, reacting to this? It's been incredible, and uh, I think it's very, um, it's probably a much different experience for me than it is for, for many contestants that are on the show and have done the show, um, because I'm from such a, such a kind of a rural place with a small, smaller population state in the south. Um, you know, there's just, sometimes there's just not a lot going on in Arkansas. And, uh, and so when somebody starts doing something cool, um, it doesn't take long, especially now with social media, for, for oh, everyone yeah. to start kind of finding out about it, yep. getting excited about it, and then jumping on jumping on board. And uh, fortunately for me, um, up into you know uh, this season, I'm, I'm you know I'm the only contestant from the state of Arkansas, <laughs> and so um, I'm really you know that's that's awesome because I I kind of get to, I get to wave the banner yep. uh, myself, and um, and I you know I've had fortunate enough to experience what that feels like in the past with some of the, my accomplishments as a musician and, and putting out songs and that people really identify with and love here in the state and uh, and so you know Monday really started last week you know when when, when my audition was leaked and um, and it was just so great man it was just it's, it's, it's just I can't even keep up with it it's I gave up yesterday as you know I just can't answer these I can't answer all these messages I want to I really want to, I, you know, I'm really concerned that people will think I'm a, you know, a jerk or whatever if I don't respond to a message, but it's just, it's overwhelming, and it's overwhelming in a good way because um, you just know that people want to say, hey man, I saw you, yeah. I appreciate what you're doing, and, and I'm proud of you, I've been, you know, I've been following you, making your music around the state for a long time, and, and I'm proud of this success, and you deserve it, and uh, the fact that people would take I mean, I know how busy my days are, and so the fact that people would take that kind of time, even that, even thirty seconds, to compose a message of encouragement to me, is just is something I'm super super humbled by. And uh, I'm gonna do everything I can to, to represent the people here, the people in my hometown, um, in, in the best possible way I can. Absolutely, man. Well said. Uh, so during the uh, before your audition, of course, they had the little lead-in story about your background, and they touched on the plane crash. Which really, really, that got my attention. I was like, "Wow, this guy's a plane crash survivor. That's 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 just insane." Um, touch on that a little bit. Do, do you feel 
do you feel like you've gotten a second chance at life, man? I mean, that, some, most people that, that have near-death experiences or experiences where it could have ended it all, they really, really appreciate life a whole lot more coming out of that experience. So I'm guessing that's the same for you? Yeah, and, uh, you know, I tell you, um, without question, on uh, initially, you know, after that happened, it happened in 1999, so th- there's been a, a, a good amount of time that's passed. Yep. Um, Sure. And, and do treat every day as a gift and, uh, and feel that way about it. But um, also, sort of, kind of, you know, I treat it, I, I kind of view, um, I really view life as a, as a journey and one that I can, you know, take advantage of um, through opportunities. And I, and I think, I think I owe it to myself and, uh, and certainly to the people that didn't survive that tragedy. And, and definitely to the ones that did survive but are, are still struggling with, uh, with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I owe it to all of them and to myself to, to do something special. And, um, and I said in the package you know, that aired that um, you know, I spent a lot of years, a lot of years um, you know, trying to figure out why me and, right. and why did I make it when you know, some, some 12, 12-year-old girl didn't. You know, mm-hmm. it's, and it's, like, it's, it's insane to, to spend my time thinking that way
it's, uh, I got a lot of living to do, and uh, and I'm not going to do it with a sour attitude and and a, and a sour disposition. And um, you know, I'm in control of myself, and I'm not going to let one bad thing dictate the rest of my life. Wow, man, major props, man, major respect to you, bud. Really appreciate you yeah. sharing that, man. Um. All right, so I asked uh, on Twitter, I jumped on Twitter a few minutes before we started this interview, and I said, hey, man, I got, I, I'll take a couple fan questions. And I ended up getting, like, 63 of them. Um, obviously, we, we don't have time. <laughs> well, obviously, we don't have time, so I picked three. You got time to do three fan questions? Yeah, man, come on. All right, cool. So Deborah, her name is Deborah. She's from Queens, New York. And, she, and in fact, this is a cool segue right into what we were just talking about. She wants to know: Have you ever wrote a song about your experience in that plane crash? Man, that's a great question, and one that I, I've been asked before. And the answer is no. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I'm not really certain that there's a reason for that. Um, you know, my songs, uh, most of them, focus on on being love, being in love, being out of love, and sure. And, uh, and chasing this dream about music, you know, and, uh, you know, I really feel like that, um, that experience, uh, the Flight 1420 crash, um, has always been sort of a sacred thing uh, sure. for me and for the other survivors. And so I'm not at all opposed to, to talking about it and, uh, and talking openly about it, um, and telling that story and hopefully giving people encouragement by hearing that story. Mm -hmm. But, um, I don't know how, any songwriter could really do could really do it justice, and uh, and, I, and I certainly am not confident enough in myself as a songwriter to try. So um, I, I always leave that one. I leave that one to God and uh, and 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 to you know the spiritual being to take care of. Um, and I just kind of just own that for what it is, which is a, a sacred thing and something that um, I don't even want to you know try to write a song about because um, it's just it's a painful thing. Gotcha. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. All right, so Jill, Jill from Santa Barbara, California. If you could pick one country music singer to perform with, who would it be? Oh, boy. This is tough. <laughs> There's so many good ones. I'm in a tough spot here because I'm in a direct working relationship with a major country artist. <laughs> like one of the biggest ever. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna pretend like uh, maybe there's a possibility that one day that dream's gonna come true. Yeah. Like so, maybe. But uh, so uh, you know what? I'm really I'm in, I'm incredibly 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 impressed and into uh, an artist that's really not very well known um, but has written a ton of number one country songs but he is he's, I really think that this guy is actually and I'm and listen I mean I know what I am I'm a vocalist and, and I got a lot of soul and uh, man like I'm a, I'm a decent singer but this guy is probably in my opinion the best singer on the planet earth and his name is Chris Stapleton and um, he's got a fantastic record, and he's just a great songwriter. So, uh, yeah, I mean, anybody out there needs to check out Chris Stapleton's record and listen to his stuff. I mean, you think, you think I got it, you think anybody's got it. You listen to him, and you feel completely, completely irrelevant. As wow. Because he's so, so, 
so good. Chris Stapleton is his name. And, and so if I had a chance to get up on a stage, I would be, I would be absolutely intimidated, but I'd get up there and, uh, and give it hell. And, uh, and, and, we, and hopefully we'd make some good music together. Awesome. All right, man, one more. One more question. All right, dude. This one's funny. Allison, her name is Allison from Tupelo, Mississippi. This is what she said, quote, you had me at Angel Eyes and lost me at Arkansas Razorback fan. Hottie, she said, Hottie Toddy, she said, Hottie Toddy, old Miss fan here. Yeah, Hottie Toddy, old Miss fan here. Then she put a smile face, all kidding aside. Great job. Now, how nerve wracking is it to walk out on stage looking at the back of four chairs in front of that many people? That's a good question. First of all, congratulations to you uh, in Tupelo, Mississippi, for your um, Alabama. Or Tupelo, Mississippi? Are you sure? No, no. I'm saying they beat Alabama. I, I thought that's where you were going with that. Yeah. Okay. I was. I'm sorry. I'm interested. Yes. So, congratulations. The season's going well. It's a long season. Don't you worry. <laughs> I have faith in my heart. So, um, anyway. <laughs> Back to the question. Yeah. How intimidating is it? It is, it is an intimidating thing, uh, without without a doubt, because you really only have a minute and a half to make something happen that normally happens within three three to four minutes. So you know, the, the, in a normal song, you have four minutes to you know, to really reach someone, um, and in this scenario, you have a minute and a half to get it done, and uh, and so it's it's intimidating for sure. And to know that that you know, with the simple press of a button, um, you know, some really magical things could start yeah. to happen for you as an artist and in your career. And all it takes is a press of a button, and you have the control and the ability to make that happen. It just it just has to be done. And so that's intimidating. And I'll tell you what, um, you know, there's a lot of contestants. I saw it happen. You know, I, I saw I saw them get in their own head and get nervous and sort of just overthink it and really, really talk themselves out of, of being great. Mm-hmm. And, um, lucky for me, you know, I've been able to perform enough in my career and in my life to um, to really kind of get to a place where I, I'm, I don't get all that nervous before before gigs. And, and when I do, and certainly I was when I walked out there, but uh, it, it actually just helps me. And I'm one of those people that kind of feeds off of that and. Obviously, you did, you did pretty good, man. You got four turns. Blake said, Blake, Blake said you, you, you reminded him of Garth Brooks. Uh, that's not a bad comparison. That might be the most insane thing. Yeah, that was crazy. Because Garth Brooks is like, I mean, he's the guy. Yep, you know? that's the man. The le- the, like the legend. And, uh, and so to make that kind of comparison, uh, wow. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, before I let you go, t- tell the fans where they can follow you on Twitter and Facebook and all, all your social networks and websites. Yeah, man. You betcha. Uh, I'm, on face- I'm on Facebook at Barrett Baber Music. So um, I accept any friend requests on my personal page. In fact, my box is all full. <laughs> so, all you got to do is go like my fan page, and I'll post uh, all my updates and stuff there. And then also on Twitter at Barrett Baber. So two R's and two T's. 
B-A-R-R-E-T-T-B-A-B-E-R and then on Instagram as well Barrett Baber and then I'm on I'm on everything so just follow me on everything I'm on like I'm on the Snapchat I'm trying I'm getting better at that <laughs> like uh, make sure you follow me on Periscope I'm, I'm doing some Periscoping cool so the last couple of days have been insane so I'm trying to just catch up but I think once it, once it kind of levels out a little bit I'll actually be able to interact a little bit more um, yeah um, on these fans and, and I sure appreciate them uh, and, and I'm on I'm gonna give it everything I got and make them proud of me. I promise. That's understandable. Now, is there is there an official website yet? Yeah, there is. There's uh, my website's BarrettBaber dot com. Awesome. And, uh, so people can visit there, and uh, I've got some cool like T-shirts and CDs and stuff, and stickers and all that kind of stuff. So you saw my beautiful kids on the on the broadcast. Yeah. Today. You want to help me put you want to help me put diapers on those kids? You can go buy yourself a T-shirt. <laughs> you win. You win, and I win. We both win. You get a T-shirt, and I get diapers. That sounds like a plan and a winner to me. Hey, man, Barrett, I really appreciate you doing this interview, man. I look forward to having you back on as the season goes on, goes forward. Well, let's do it, man. I, I'd, I'd be honored, man. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate you, buddy.